It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's up, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins. We are previewing Week 18. Dolphins, Jets, got some last-minute news, got a last-minute guest. We're going to have ourselves a Friday banger, so sit down, relax, and tap in. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It's your host, Kyle Krabs. It's a pleasure to be talking with all of you here on a Friday. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day, although the podcast is coming out extremely late on a Friday, but I have a good reason for it. I promise it's worth your time. And I didn't put it in the title today. I wanted to drop this on you guys as an ambush. We got Joe Rose ahead of Week 18, Dolphins-Jets, Hard Rock Stadium, the 8-8 eight and eight, ugh, Miami Dolphins. One last go-around to try to secure a winning record for the third consecutive season. The Dolphins need a win and a Patriots loss to clinch a AFC wild card for the playoffs. It's all on the table. And we got the news late today, uh, mid-morning, that Joe Flacco would be starting at quarterback for the Jets. Mike White shared with the New York media, he has five broken ribs. Five. Will not play. Joe Flacco backed up by Zach Wilson. And all I will say is this. If the Dolphins can't get this one, Lord have mercy. It will literally come down to do not have any negative plays of your own. Score 17 points. Create a single turnover. And I promise you, you will win the football game with Joe Flacco starting at quarterback for the Jets. Whether or not the Dolphins actually adopt that script, well, that remains to be seen. But one thing that I do know definitively is we have Joe Rose on hold. So we're going to go ahead and tap him in. Let's make sure we have ourselves a great day here on Friday, January 6, 2023, here on Locked on Dolphins. Joe, happy Friday. How are things going for you? Doing great, Kyle. It's great to be with you and uh, and talk about it, it's incredible. My first thought is that you and I are talking and you can lose five straight games at the end of the season and still have a really good chance to go to the playoffs as a seventh seed in a wild card. And, and probably if it does happen, go to Buffalo and play them. Yeah, it's it's kind of the cruel, ironic twist when the Dolphins <laughs> lost that game against Buffalo in Buffalo and they fell to eight and six at the time. 
I remember coming off that game and saying, well, I hope we see them again. Well, you might get them again, but I don't think it's quite under the circumstances of the conditions that we felt when the team was eight and six, even though that, that did push the losing streak to three. Uh, the team since, of course, losing to New England and to uh, the Green Bay. Green Bay Packers giving up 16 yeah. unanswered points in the second half mm-hmm. of that game. So, uh, Joe, as we get ready to round the corner here, I wanted to ask you first about your expectations for Skylar Thompson. He, of course, is is going to be the starter this week. We've seen Skylar, I think, in, in different parts of five or six different games this season. There's been highs, there's been lows, but uh, what what are your expectations for a Dolphins offense, hopefully for the first time this season, led for yeah. 60 minutes by a backup quarterback from the first snap to the last? Yeah, well, that would be nice to start with. Skyler's gotten all the snaps all week. Um, they put in a game plan for him. And and because of that, it will be a obviously quarterback-friendly. Hey, the big thing, let's just start with this off of last week's game. You can't turn the ball over. You, you can't turn the ball over. And, and that would be the first thing. Um, and at the same time, you, you got to get your two for me. You got to get at your two playmakers on the outside involved in this game plan again. And I know Sauce Gardner is playing great, might be the best, one of the top couple of cover corners in the league. Um, they're really good. They've got a really good young defense. Um, but we still got to be able to throw the football to certain guys. We can't dummy down our offense, which has struggled anyway too much. I think we're in big trouble. So he can make all the throws. We saw that in the preseason. We've seen it at times when he plays. Um, and the other thing is that he does better than the other two quarterbacks when he does draw back in the pocket. Um, if it's not there, take off and run and run and run. Had a big run called back because of a penalty in the last game would have put us in really good field position. And so um, he can make those kind of plays. I'd like to be able to talk about Skyler after the game, talking about him having 50 or 60 yards running the football and keep everybody honest on that pass rush, which for the Jets is pretty darn good, and they don't blitz a lot. Prize picks is daily fantasy done right. Just pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available in-house. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, and many more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. And with safe and fast withdrawals, it is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you put in $100, they're going to give you another $100 over Prize Picks. You put in 50, they're going to give you another 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. 
Yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, the penalties and it's been a theme for the dolphins the last couple of weeks. It feels like at the worst possible opportunities, this team has found a way to self-inflict some wounds that ultimately feed into them losing football games in addition to turnovers. The other thing that you mentioned here. So uh, I, I would ask you this, is, is there any definitive, like how do you go about trying to cut down on those other than just more attention to detail? Is there, you know, is if you're calling the game as coach McDaniel, offensively are you trying to be mindful of what you're what you're calling you asked to talk yeah. about not not dummy proofing the offense too much but yeah. uh, when's the last time we saw uh, uh, more than one perimeter screen in a game you know right. and the running backs have largely up until this past week been non-existent in the passing game so what kinds of things can coach mcdaniel do to not put too much stretch on guys where they try to make these big plays happen and then end up overextending and creating a yeah. penalty that kills a big play I, uh, it's a great question because it's been a problem. So first of all, get the play in early so he has time. Uh, he has time if, if he doesn't digest the play right away, give him a few extra seconds. We're running the clock right down to the wire, way too much. It's been going on all season. Uh, second of all, the veteran guys around him need to know what's going on and help him out by where to line up, who's supposed to be on the ball, who's supposed to be off, Who's going in motion? Am I supposed to be on the left side or right side? Um, we played some dummy football uh, at times, getting lined up in what we want to do. Coach likes to move in motion and shift and and a lot of things before uh, the snap. And that stuff's got to be, it's got to be, you know, those guys got to be on the same page. We can't be making those mistakes where a guy's not set and we snap the ball and and, and a play gets called back. I mean, and covering up uh, a tight end or covering up uh, your offensive tackles. You've got to know that. I mean, this this game, you know, the fundamental rules are the same at every level of football going up, of tackle tackle football. So you got to start with that stuff to give yourself a chance. And, uh, and that's been frustrating. I could sit here and, hey, listen, I'd like to see us run the ball more, have more attempts, stay with it. Um, I think – We've been outplayed partially in the second half because we've been outcoached in the second half. Teams are making better adjustments against us, making more plays. And I have noticed, man, I see us in third and 10, third and 12, third and 13 or 14 after a penalty. And it's like you hold your breath that something bad doesn't happen with somebody trying to force the ball down the field or those type of things. So you can line up in third and threes and third and fours. Um, that that will really help, and I think it'll cut down on the mistakes. But uh, I know this is fundamental, and we say this every game, and people listen to you and go, oh my God, of course that. Can't turn the ball over, man. We can't have a game where we turn it over twice and and the Jets and the Patriots and Green Bay don't turn it over or turn it over once, and we turn it over four times or two times. We need to win that one. And uh, the best way to do it is have a clean game or, or maybe one, but – uh, and this falls on every part of the team. Special teams, I'm just, I just call them teams. There's nothing special about our special teams. And and second of all, the defense at times is, has played really well. They got to play well late in the game. I do know one thing about this football team that is good or bad, whichever way you want to look at it, Kyle. We're in every game. 
we either got the lead late in a game or we're one score down with the football at midfield. I swear. I write a note there and it's like, wow, we're not playing great, but <laughs> we got a chance of two minutes left to tie this thing up, you know, with a touchdown and a two point conversion. So, so we had our chances. Nobody kills us. Nobody blows us out. Even if we go through, you know, bad periods of football, we hang around. We got to figure out how to close this thing out against a team we're playing against like the Jets. They got their own problems, man. They got their own drama at quarterback and problems with their football team. And it's a pretty talented team. And they've lost five straight, too, and trying to figure out how to win. Joe, what would you say has been the biggest common root cause of the skid? You know, the, these five games for Miami and San Francisco and, and Los Angeles where the offense can't yeah. get going. And then you, you, your situational football betrays you late against Buffalo. You collapse against the second half in Green Bay. And then you throw a pick six and, and turn a, a lead in the second half into uh, a tie game that quickly becomes a deficit for you against New England. So, you know, different scripts for all of these games. What's the common themes that you see when you reflect on them all? Yeah, well, it, it has a lot of it has to do with uh, late third, fourth quarter for sure. So many chances and a, a penalty, um, a turnover. I'm just thinking of all the mistakes, you know, and trying to go through the five games. And by the way, one side of the ball seems to affect the other, like a missed field goal. We seem to fall apart. Uh, oh, no, here we go again. Drop your head a little bit. Um, negative thoughts offensively you go down look like you're in field position to and then you have a sack a big sack that knocks you out or a penalty and so now you have to punt it back and then the defense can't get a stop so I would just say overall we just don't make enough plays or do stupid things late in a game the penalties we're talking about the pass interference uh calls when you do bring extra heat they're throwing the ball up one-on-one on the outside and we have blatant pass interference um which is good football by the other teams are playing against going against the weakest cover corner in a matchup they like and the thought is we don't catch it there's a good chance this guy is going to run and tackle our receiver and we'll get the ball in a great field position off pass interference we're just making a lot of mistakes we're not making enough plays to win games and and listen we played some teams that i'm convinced from top to bottom we're better than and the patriots we're one of those teams. I still like our team better than the Chargers, except the quarterback position. Um, Green Bay, before they got on a roll, we helped them, man. We had a chance to really put that thing away in the first half. And the next thing you know, we turn the ball over to one score game. They go down and tie it up. And that lead and that dominance is wiped out. I just think it changes your mindset. Once you're going, man, we should have been up two scores, and here we are tied. And uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, negative thoughts creep into the brain, and you got problems. Uh, and, and so it's just been a little of that. Then we put the coaches' play calling under a microscope, and we get on the coordinator's play calling. We put him under a microscope. And it's been equally bad on both sides. You know, everybody's all over this thing about Coach Boy, you're getting fired down here in South Florida. Listen, offense shouldn't be getting a hall pass either. I know he's the head coach and he's getting hell, but we're going to blame one side. Honestly, there's three phases to the, to the game. 
I don't see anybody dominating right now. Yeah. And you mentioned Coach McDaniel and Coach Boyer, but Coach Crossman you know, has certainly had issues with his his unit just about all season long between the big explosive kickoff against Green Bay, the kickoff that was returned for a touchdown against Baltimore that puts you in a hole to start the game at the very beginning, all of the missed field goals from Jason <clears throat> Sanders. I credit Thomas Morstead, the rose amongst the thorns on special teams because he, he's yeah, having a phenomenal right. year, but he's about the only guy other than Jalen Phillips yeah. blocking a punt against the Bears that stood out on special teams. You know, it's funny you said that. So m- my neighbor for years was Brandon Fields, one of the great punters for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And I used to tell him, you know, we drive home together and I'd say, listen, man, I'm glad you had a great game and, you know, you're a special teams player of the week, but it's never good when you're the best player on the team. There's <laughs> nothing good about you being one of the best players, except you you got us out of bad field position that we destroyed by coming right back down and scoring right. anyway. Uh, but yeah, he has been really good to your point. Um, I definitely wanted to ask you about this. There's, there's a lot of discussion about the Dolphins and an opportunity to make the playoffs after the last two years when you went 10 and six and you lost in week 17 and you gave up 56 points to Buffalo and you got eliminated. And then last year, of course, you go to Tennessee in week 17 in the midst of what was a seven-game winning streak to try to turn things back around. And then you lose that game. I think 30-3 to three was the final score, 30-6, to six, something like that. You, you, you comfortably lost by three touchdowns plus. And now you're in this position again where you look up. It's week 18. You're 8-8. Eight eight, you have a chance to make the playoffs. There's a section of the fan base that really enthusiastically says – it doesn't matter whether you make the playoffs or not, because this season is a season of missed opportunities, no matter what, what would you say to those fans? And then what in your mind would the magnitude of finally getting over the hump and making the playoffs be for this Dolphins team? It is a great question. It is one that's talked about on our show in the morning uh, a lot. And I'll say this, if they lose this last game to the jets, um, all bets are off on everything in the organization with the greatest collapse in history of the franchise from eight and three to a losing record. It would be the worst ever in all the years of the good and bad football, the seventies, eighties to the last 20 years and, and the up and down, mostly down. So it would be terrible for me. um, If you can win this game, you still got to win this game, but to win this game, and have a chance to go to the wild card game. And it's not going to be easy. Um, you're probably going to be in Buffalo if, if you win. And But, you know, I think having a chance to go and hopefully Tua can come back for that game. I'm not counting on it because um, it doesn't look like he's still that close, even though he's told people he would like to come back and play in that game if they, if they make it. Um, I just think... To be able to go, it would save some of the season, uh, even though it's, you know, seven seed and you go and, and you know, and, and the key will be if you're going to show up in the wild card, don't, don't get your butt kicked. If you're going back up to Buffalo, play them tough. Play them like you did in the last game. Give them everything you have. Um, out coach, you know, game plan. Get some great performances from your best players and, and play it like, all right, you played like a wild card team. Hey, nothing to be ashamed of. But but I think anytime you can get in, man, even if it's through the back door, even if it's through that that door outside and you have to sneak in through a couple of windows and pull them open, it's not easy. 
Um, like that first girlfriend, I could never get through all those doors. <laughs> in those days. But uh, yeah, I think you want to get in if you can, man. I, I do. I, I And listen, I've had people go, oh, great. We, we go in and then we get our butts kicked by Kansas City or Buffalo or Cincinnati. Hey, man, I, I'd rather have the extra week and see what it looks like. It'll be pretty clear. You'll learn a lot about your guys, who can play and who, who doesn't. Um, we've got some great stories going this year. I, damn, I feel so bad. Those two wide receivers have played their ass off. Uh, Christian Wilkins had one of the great seasons a defensive tackle has ever had. Uh, could have 100 tackles from a defensive tackle position mm -hmm. with, a, what, 15 tackles for loss. He's been incredible. Um, there's been some real nice stories. Landon Roberts has quietly had a really good season of middle linebacker. Um, you, you can go on and on with a group of guys who play, but you just hate. I mean, we have had the best wide receiver play we've had since Clayton and Duper, period, um, if not better. And uh, to waste it, it would just be, you know, for what you gave up. You know, you're talking about a first-round pick and another guy that you gave a lot of money and you gave up a first-round pick for. Um, it would just be a waste of a season, not with some of the, the way a lot of our guys have played. A couple of the offensive linemen have played pretty well, been pretty solid. Um, yeah, it would be a big disappointment if we couldn't get in. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season, basketball, you name it, they have it all over at BetOnline. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those over at BetOnline as well. They're your fastest and easiest way to get all of your sports betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So the last thing I'll ask you is this. What happens on Sunday? Oh, I think it goes down the wire. I think at times it's going to be ugly on both sides. Um, I see it real close in the fourth. Joe Flacco, as you mentioned to start, is going to start a quarterback, which he's got great experience, but you know where he's going to be. I mean, so, uh, you know, he, he's not, not a great runner at, at this point, but he's also had some pretty good games the last couple of years. He's had a couple of good ones. He knows what he needs to do. I like their receiver weapons. They, they're not what we have, but they're good. They got some good players. Um, they got a mess at the quarterback position overall of their own. But I think with Joe Flacco out there, um, I've seen it. I've seen this show before where the Jets have come down here. 
we saved Rex Ryan's career one like year. Twice. They were going to fire him, <laughs> and uh, and he came down here and beat us. And they decided to keep him and fired him the next year, I think. But in anyway, um, yeah, I I expect it's going to be a close game. I, I do, and you know something, I I sense field goal kicking is going to come into this game in a big big way, and. Jason Sanders, I, I give you a good one. He struggled with 50-yard field goals. Anything close to 50 has been a struggle. So in those situations, coach knows down the back of his mind his numbers. Does he go for it on fourth down? Does he let him kick him? Because distance is never a problem. There's plenty on the kicks. Um, that'll be an interesting one, but I think the field goal kicking could be a, a, a big part of this. Jets haven't scored a touchdown their last two games. I, I know you you know that. And we've struggled. We've struggled to score points. So, wow, here we go, man. I expect it's going to be a close game. Um, defense, you know, we need defense to match their defense, even though they got the number three defense in the NFL. It's a damn good defense. With, uh, with the defensive tackle in a corner are as good as anybody in the league right now. So I'm uh, – I'm looking forward to it, but we're at home, and we have a good chance to win, even though it's been since November since our last win. Well, every Dolphins fan's worst nightmare, Joe Rose says the kicking game will be critical for the Dolphins to secure a win on Sunday with the way Jason Sanders has kicked this season. I know I didn't uh, I didn't exactly get you all fired <laughs> up by saying that. Oh, it took the wind right out of my man. sails. Listen, I don't want last to eight. Listen, our coach goes for it. One thing I love about him. Boy, don't ever say he's conservative because fourth down, he is a fourth down machine from baseballs to basketballs, man. He goes for it. My challenge for Coach McDaniel is this. If the kick is longer than 40, last, no game, of the, last game of the year, don't hold anything back. Let's try to go for it if, if it's okay. under eight yards on fourth down, right? I'd rather go for fourth and seven if the alternative is a kick longer than 40 with how Sanders has kicked down the stretch for the Dolphins, yeah. that would, that'd be my hope. Not, yeah. There's not a lot of confidence coaches are aware of, you know, where he is right now and trying to figure things out and, and all that. Um, I, I, I want to see, can, can you run the football against the jets? You, you still got to try to run it. You can't just let those guys tee off. You can't be in third and sevens and eights. If we're in third and long, the whole game, we're in big trouble. Yep. Because they yep. they will uh, they're gonna they're gonna put some heat on us. Well, Joe, looking forward to uh, catching up. I know we already committed, so we're we're gonna catch up on Monday for the Tuesday episode of the show and, and talk about the uh, the aftermath of Week 18, and we'll know the Dolphins' fate at that point in time as far as whether we got another game we're gearing up for or if we're gonna be doing a, a post stop on, on this Dolphins season and and. Uh, the season that could have been, and, and hopefully that's not the yeah. case. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up with you on Monday afternoon, though, and and talking about whatever happens on Sunday and, and getting Dolphins fans for whatever comes next, whatever option yeah. that will eventually be. So really appreciate you hopping on with me, Joe, and, and, and all the best, and I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, man. And uh, I hope Monday we're talking because my mood's not usually good on Mondays for anybody who listens uh, to the radio. So I, I hope likewise. there's some good news. Kyle, it's always great being with you, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you again, hopefully, with a, with a Dolphins win on Monday afternoon. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 